Welcome to Mindset and Money Mastery for Photographers, the podcast. We help overwhelmed photographers make more money while simplifying their business by mastering their, you guessed it, mindset and money. Tune in each week for practical and actionable tips to take your photography business up a notch. Let's dive right in. Hey guys, I am so excited about today's episode. It's probably going to be a little controversial, I'm not going to lie, but we're going to talk about a really important topic. We're going to talk about performing an audit of your life and your business, but not not in the traditional sense. We're not going to talk about numbers. We're not going to talk about finances. We're not going to talk about clients today. That's a whole different type of audit. Today, we're going to talk about a negativity audit. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast for a bit, you know that the things people say to you, the seeds that they plant in your head, if they are watered and they are able to grow, they cause a lot of problems in our life and in our business. But what if I told you that you have the ability to audit and look at your life to find that negativity, to find those bad things and to get rid of them. Let's talk about what this looks like. There's a few different types of audits that you can kind of do to make your life a little bit easier and a little bit more positive. The first one is going to be a time audit. Where are you choosing to invest your time in your life, in your business? The second one is going to be a people audit. What people are you choosing to spend your time with, to surround yourself with, to influence you? And lastly is your business audit. What things in your business are making you happy and excited? And what things in your business are just, mm, 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 they're not there. Let's talk about the idea of performing a time audit first. Now, this one is really fun. And you might have heard this before. But what I want you to do is I want you to start keeping track of where you're spending your time. Maybe find a time tracker app and literally just every time you do something, start scrolling through Facebook. Start the timer. Oh, crap. I spent 30 minutes scrolling through Facebook. Okay. I just spent an hour watching The Real Housewives. Okay. I spent this much time dealing with this. Do a bit of an audit on your time. Take a week and literally keep track of every minute of your day. And see where you're spending your time. And once you see where you're spending your time, I want you to ask yourself this. What of these places and these time areas are contributing in a positive manner to my life? How is this contributing to my life in a positive way? Or how is it contributing to my life in a negative way? And if you're sitting there and you realize I spent five hours this week scrolling through Facebook and all I did was feel meh from it, then maybe you should consider that it's something that you need to put boundaries on with your time. Maybe you spent a lot of time going and doing stuff that really didn't make you happy or excited. Maybe you need to consider getting rid of that. Maybe you spent so much time vacuuming your house and cleaning your dishes and you're like, this is for the birds. I hate this. 
Maybe if instead you spent that time working on your business, playing with your kids, doing something else, and you could find somebody to pay to do that task or that chore for you that you might not love. So when you do your time audit, I want you to keep track of how you spend every minute of your day for at least a week. At the end of your audit, I want you to go through and I want you to analyze your results. Each and everything you do, I want you to ask yourself this. Number one, how did this make me feel? Did it contribute in a positive or negative way to my life? Did it make me feel refreshed or drained? How did this make me feel? And did this bring value to my life? And if you find that you're doing things that are not bringing value, that are making you feel drained, that are not contributing in a positive manner to your life, then I want you to ask yourself, number one, can I set a boundary around my time when it comes to this to prevent this from becoming a drain further? Number two, can I get rid of this completely out of my life? Maybe you just need to get rid of it out of your life. And number three, could I maybe turn this over to someone else? And this might sound a little weird, but if you don't enjoy washing your dishes, then find somebody to wash your dishes. If you don't enjoy cleaning your house, find somebody to clean your house. If you don't enjoy doing your laundry, drop your laundry off somewhere. And this might sound weird. You might be thinking, but like, I'm supposed to do these things. There is nothing in the world that says that you have to do things. I think once upon a time I heard somebody say, I really don't enjoy reading my child books. Not something I enjoy. So you know what? I have a babysitter that comes over and I ask her to read my child books when she's here because I feel bad because I don't like doing it. And once I gave myself permission to not do the thing I didn't want to do and to find somebody else to handle it, even if it's something that seems as silly as reading my child a book, I felt better. It'll let me go of that thing that I felt like I needed to do. So there's things on your time audit that are things that you feel like you need to be doing because you're a mom or you're a wife or you're a business owner or whatever it may be. But there's something in there that you can turn over, even in your personal life. Find somebody, turn it over, let go of it. Ask yourself, what would I need to do in my business to be able to hire somebody to clean the house? Do you need one more client a month? Go find one more client a month so you don't have to clean your house if you don't want to. So really pay attention to your time, where you're spending your time, where your focuses are going, and if that time that you're spending is fulfilling or not. And if it's not, how do you get rid of it, change it, or put boundaries up around your time? The next thing I want to talk to you about is a people audit. I kind of love this idea. I think this is a very powerful idea. When it comes to a people audit, you want to consider that essentially, if there are people in your life that are not contributing in a positive, meaningful way, do they really need to be in your life? Like, yes, I know there's certain times, there's certain people in your life that we cannot get rid of. We are tied to them because situations or circumstances. Maybe there's boundaries that need to be set. Maybe there's things you need to do to protect yourself in that situation. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's a family member. Ask yourself, are the people in my life contributing in a positive, meaningful way? Or are they a drain? Are they negative? Maybe they say crappy things about everybody. Maybe they gossip a lot. 
Maybe they are always just talking about something bad or always complaining about their life and how terrible their life is. And every time you talk to them, you just feel drained. I have had plenty of those people in my life. Oh my gosh. And I think one of the biggest things was realizing that those people that only called me to complain about their lives and tell me how terrible things were and to just bitch and moan and whine were not contributing to me in a positive way. And yeah, I know they needed me, but like, was there any value coming back to me from those relationships or was it just a one-sided thing? So consider those people. Write a list of the people that you love being around, that make you feel good. The people that make you feel energized and happy and excited and exuberant about life. And make a list of the people that don't make you feel super great. The people that drain you, that exhaust you, that cause you emotional turmoil and just all those things. And ask yourself, how can I spend more time with people that contribute to my life in a positive way? And how do I set boundaries? How do I protect myself from the negativity, the bad energy, the time, the energy drained from the people that aren't serving me? Do I need to put boundaries in place? Do I need to just have a conversation with the person and explain to them, hey, look, you're really making me feel this way. And I just, I don't love it. Protect yourself. You, your time, your energy, your heart, your soul, all of that's valuable. And I'll share something as well. For me, one of those people in my life that I had to audit out of my life was actually my own dad. And the thing is, is that I very quickly realized that when I was younger in my life, I realized that there's certain people in this world that you just cannot make happy. Looking to create more magic in your business? Make sure you join us over in Your Magic Year. Your Magic Year is our new year-long program designed to help give you direction and guidance as you move throughout the next year in your business. Together, we're going to work through quests each and every month. We're going to have a magical training every month to give you guidance and direction. But most importantly, you're going to be surrounded in a community of people that are also working towards the same goals as yourself so you don't have to feel alone. Check out the link in the show notes. There's certain people who need things from you, whether it be emotional or whatever it may be, they need things from you and you're just not able to give that to them. No matter what you do or how hard you try, you will never be able to give them what they need. And when you are, you're just playing their game. And I had to realize I was my own dad and it sucked. But the minute I realized that that relationship was toxic, that relationship was draining. That relationship was not good for me. And I decided to just be able to release it and be okay with that. It changed a lot for me. So anytime you talk to somebody, you deal with somebody, you cross paths with somebody and you leave that interaction feeling drained, tired, you leave that interaction feeling upset. That's your sign that you need to figure out how to set boundaries or excuse yourself from the situation. When it comes to performing an audit of people, the other thing I want you to consider is that you are who you surround yourself with. And I know this is something that you've probably been 
told in your life. Like when you're a teenager, your parents are like, don't have bad friends because you are who you hang out with, right? You are the people you surround yourself with. So whoever those people are that you find nearest to you the most, you're going to start to act like those people. You're going to start to receive like those people. You are going to find yourself in the same financial and business situation of those people. So if you're surrounding yourself with a bunch of broke people who complain, who have businesses that are not successful, and who are always complaining about how terrible their lives are, that's going to start to become your reality. Sometimes you have to create your new circle of who you want to be. And honestly, sometimes in life and in business, this is where people start paying for circles. If you want to be a millionaire, you need to find a millionaire and put a millionaire in your circle. If you want to have a highly successful photography business, but all of your friends have businesses that are struggling, you better find a circle of people with highly successful businesses. If you want to be a certain way, you need to find those type of people to be around. So consider how you can get more of those people in your circle. And this is one of those times when sometimes you pay for those people to be in your life, whether it's through a business coach, whether it's through a community that you join, whether it's for, you know, you go to events with those type of people, whatever it may be, you can start to get those people in your circle if they're not already there. So think about how you can get more of those people who are who you want to be in your circle. And I can honestly say by being right here, listening to this podcast, you have me in your circle now. You have me in your ear telling you that you can build a successful business. You can make lots of money that you can do it, but you need more people like that to encourage you, to build you up, to be there for you, to support you. Because that's going to go a long way when it comes to changing your life, your mindset, your time, your energy, all of these things are going to be affected by the people you surround yourself with. So make sure that you look for ways to put yourself around the right people. This could even honestly come in the form of a Facebook group. I know that sounds a little weird, but like I pay to be a part of this community of women who are very high performing individuals. And there's a course that I'm in and there's a Facebook group that I'm in with this group of people. And honestly, I don't really pay much attention to the course. I haven't done much of it, but I love that Facebook group. Because every time I go to it, I know I'm going to have encouragement, support. I'm going to see people that are killing it in their businesses and doing amazing things, building multi-million dollar businesses. And when I see them doing it, I feel like I'm in that same space as them. And I feel like I can do that as well. It's encouraging to be around people like that. So you might have to find ways to surround yourself with those people, which is a big reason why group coaching for business owners is valuable and important. Because you go from like being in a bunch of free Facebook groups with a bunch of conflicting opinions and people who don't know, I don't even know how to say it nicely, but people who don't know a camera from a cell phone to a group of people when you are paying to be in a coaching program who are all working for the same end goal, who are all working towards the same ultimate result. And when you start to become around those people, you start to be more like them. You start to feel their excitement, their energy, and it breaks you loose from all of the broke people over here that you were hanging out with that weren't making it, that weren't doing the thing. If you want to have clients that are spending $10,000 or more on their portraits, then I suggest you start hanging around with photographers that have clients that are spending $10,000 on their portraits. 
If you want to have clients that can afford to spend a ton of money, then I recommend you start hanging around with people who can afford to spend a ton of money on portraits. Surround yourself with the right people. It's extremely valuable in your personal life and in your business. Once you've performed your time audit and your people audit, then you start to look at your business specifically. When you look at your business, I want you to do this. I want you to make a list of all of the things that you're doing in your business, all of the tasks, all of the day-to-day, all of the time you're spending in your business and what you're spending your time on and all of the things you have to do. I want you to think about your clients, clients that you've had in the past, the clients you have coming up, which of those clients are fulfilling and good? Which of those clients feel like giant energy drains and sucks to you? Which of your clients suck? I can say that sometimes we have clients that suck and it is what it is. Look at your list of all the tasks you do in your business and ask yourself, do I love doing this or do I hate doing this? And then ask yourself this, is this task actually necessary? Is this something I actually have to do? And if you're like, I don't know, everyone says I should. Then ask yourself this, is this task making me money? Or is this task getting me a new client in the door? Or is this task making my life simpler? If it's not doing one of those three things, then you probably don't need to do it. If it's not making you money, if it's not getting a client through your door and it's not making your life easier, then get rid of it. Once you go through your list and you get rid of all the things you don't actually need to be doing, then I want you to go through the list and I want you to decide which things you actually do enjoy doing and what things you don't like to do. And I want you to ask yourself, what can I get rid of and turn over to someone else? Maybe you hate retouching. Maybe you hate Photoshop. Find somebody to do Photoshop for you. Maybe you don't love sitting there scheduling all your social media content. Find somebody to schedule your social media content for you. Maybe you don't like blogging. Find somebody to blog for you. There's a lot of little things in our business that we can let other people handle that we don't necessarily need to do. But when it comes to your business, there are a few things that you unfortunately need to be doing. Number one, you need to be the mastermind behind it all. You need to be doing all the strategy, all the ideas behind your marketing and getting clients to the door. There are some marketing tasks that other people can handle that are automated, so to say, but the strategy and marketing and as general, that needs to be your brainchild right there. You need to be talking to your clients. You have to do the phone calls. You have to... Maybe shoot the sessions, I guess. That's probably one of the least important things. You could actually probably find another photographer to photograph the session if you didn't want to. But lastly, I think that you really need to also be doing your ordering appointments with your clients because you're building a relationship, you're getting to know them, you're planting the seeds, and then you're gonna show up at that reveal and you're going to be able to sell them their art because of that relationship you have built. And to me, Unless you're like scaling to like a multi-million dollar photography brand in a huge studio where you're doing hundreds of clients every month, there's no reason that you can't be doing those client meetings. Now, everything else and everything in between, the implementation of your marketing plan, the blogging, the social media scheduling, all of that mundane stuff, the editing, the culling, the ordering products, all of those things could really be turned over to someone else. So look at your business and look at all the things you're doing. Decide what things you can get rid of because they're not making you money, getting you new clients, or making your life easier. The things that you have to do, figure out what those are. And the things you don't like doing that you can get rid of, see how you can get rid of them and turn them over to somebody else. See how you can let go of control 
and hand over the reins to somebody else on the things you don't want to be doing. Then I want you to also look at your clients. Look at your clients. This is something we talk about in our planning year workshop. We go through the client audit and we audit all of our clients and we see what clients we liked, what clients we didn't like, why we liked them, why certain clients ended up a good way, certain clients didn't. And it's important to audit your clients and say like, what about these certain people were good and fulfilling to me in my business? What of these people were draining and how can I avoid those type of people again in my business? It's extremely important to really just keep a gauge on all the things, your time, the people you surround yourself, what you're doing in your business, the people you have coming in and out of your business. And you are very aware of the impacts and the ripples that all of these things can make in both your personal life and your business. Set boundaries on things that can be negative or plant negative seeds in your head or water negative seeds that are already in your head. Get rid of things that are draining or exhausting or tiring in your business and in your life, whether that's time drainers, energy drainers, emotional drainers, or just people that are draining to you. And really start to focus on what you love, what brings you joy, what makes you happy, even if the things that bring you joy and make you happy are not the things that the world says that should bring you joy and make you happy. Even if the world says, hey, you're a mom, so you should do X, Y, and Z. If you don't like doing X, Y, and Z and the world tells you you should, don't do X, Y, and Z. Do it how feels good for you. Unless your life and your business brings you joy and fulfillment and does not feel draining and exhausting and tiring, what what do you have to give? You have nothing to give. You spend all of your time, like I say, cleaning the house because I hate cleaning the house and washing dishes. If you spend all of your time cleaning the house and washing dishes and you hate doing that, why are you doing it? And if somebody in your life says, but you're supposed to because you're a mom or you're a wife or you're whatever, so what? Who cares? This is 2022. We get to do what we want to do. If letting somebody else do something like that means we can go hang out outside with and go swimming in the pool for an hour in the afternoon, when instead we'd be sitting in there slaving over chores, then why, why would we not go sit in the pool for an hour when we could have somebody else handling something? The other thing you start to think about when you start to look at auditing your time, people that are around you in your business and where you're spending your time and your energy and your focus is this idea of like, there are some things in your life and in your business that it is cheaper for you to just pay somebody else to do it and deal with it than it is for you to have to deal with it yourself. You might think like, man, I'm not the kind of person that could have a nanny. I have a nanny. Okay. This is a very weird thing for me to say. Sometimes I feel a little strange saying it. I have a nanny. I feel a little pretentious mindset issue there. Right. But I have a nanny. It is better and cheaper for me to have a nanny that drives to my house, watches the child at my house, and I don't have to go get in the truck, drive my child to daycare, drop him off, drive home, work, get back in the truck, go pick him up and bring him home. Because I know that that time that I would spend in the car, taking him, getting him ready, doing all those things, bringing him home, all of that back and forth, the amount of time and money that that would cost me to do that, it's easier just to have somebody come to the house and do those things. I know that I can spend those hours sitting here at my computer, at my desk, working, building my business, 
being diligent with my time and my resources that I do have to grow my business instead of sitting in the car for a couple hours every day. Those couple of hours I can't get back. But the money that I spend to save those couple of hours every day, it comes back to me tenfold by the time and the energy and the work I'm able to get done in that time instead, or the time I get to instead, I want to go sit out at the pool for an hour in the middle of the afternoon. I can because I'm not driving in the car for two hours a day, right? So start to think about that idea and that concept as you're going through this audit as well with your time, the people and your business. I know that concept applies to some of these areas, but not necessarily all of them. So really think about that. Ask yourself, how can I get rid of things that are sucking my time, my energy dry? How can I get rid of the people or set boundaries with the people who are not contributing to my life in a positive manner? And what can I do in my business to focus on the things that are fulfilling, exciting, bring me joy, make me money, or make my life simpler? And what things in my business can I get rid of or hand over to someone else that I don't love doing? Because once you start to do all of those things in your business and in your life, you're going to free up so much time and energy and you're going to really start to learn to enjoy your life in a much better way, which allows you to really be a better significant other. It allows you to be a better friend and it allows you to be a better business owner. So my challenge for you is to go out there and really dive into these things and see where you can improve your life. Also, make sure you share with us what you've learned from this episode. That way we can hear maybe how we've helped you save some time or how we've helped you set boundaries around people that might be draining or find areas in your business that weren't super fulfilling that you can turn over. I would love it if you can share with us in our Facebook group or send us a message on social media and let us know how this has helped you in your business and in your life. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please make sure you share it on social media or leave a rating and review. As always, you can check out the links and resources in the show notes over at masteryourmindmoney.com. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at masteryourmindmoney. And don't forget to join our free Facebook group, Photography Business Tune-Up with Corinda K. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.